Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Miss Lisa L. Dalton. Let me first say thank you for tuning in to the podcast. There are many, many podcasts out there that you could be listening to, but you chose to listen to Miss Lisa and the Finding Peace Within podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, let me say welcome to the podcast. If you are a return guest, welcome back. Now, this is how you can find me on social media. Lisa L. Dalton. Just Google my name. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> YouTube. Just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you will find me there. I also want to invite you to join me every Monday through Friday on Facebook. I do my Lisa 6 and 3, which is my morning motivation, God's strength for you that day, every morning, Monday through Friday on Facebook. Now that we got all the preliminaries out of the way, I hope that you all had a chance to go back to our week one of season six, where I introduce what we're going to talk about in season six. We're going to be studying from the book, If Life is a Game, These Are the Rules, by Cherie Carter Scott, PhD. Um, in this book, she shares 10 rules for being human, as introduced in the Chicken Soup for the Soul book. If you haven't gotten that book, that's another good book to read. Uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, the 10 Rules for Being Human. Who knew that there were rules to being human? Yeah. That's what Dr. Sherry Carter says. There are rules to being human. And I like to bring scripture into anything that I'm studying and reading and researching. I like to bring scripture into that. And I will be doing the same thing with this book. And as I always do, I like to open up with a short, short word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We honor you and we praise your name. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sin, who came so that we could have eternal life, and that life is with you. Now, be with me as I teach this lesson about what the games of life is and how we can move through this life with you at the front. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen, amen. So, um... I hope you all are doing well out there. Things are going on in this in this world. And I, I, I post on Facebook, um, if you're able, it's a good thing. You know, if you're able to do what you need to do, thank God for it. We're, uh, men, I'm not complaining, but many people are complaining about the gas prices. But I look at it this way. I thank God I got the money to buy the gas because it could be another way, right? It could go another way, but look at God. He still yet provides. Now, tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, or whatever time you're listening to the podcast, we're going to talk about openness today. Openness. What is openness? When you think about openness, what, what are you what are you really uh, thinking about here? You're thinking about uh, being receptive, yeah. 
Being open is being receptive. And when we think about this in our own lives, we're thinking about being receptive to the things that we've experienced, right? Being receptive to the things that life has brought our way. Uh, Open to view your experiences and the lessons they taught you. Those lessons, what have they taught us? What have you learned? By being open to receive every experience as a life teaching lesson. I had a lesson this week, a couple of lessons this week. And, you know, I really had to kind of do a self-reflection on myself. Why, Why were you anxious about, you know, having a particular meeting? Why were you anxious about change? That's one thing I, I realized about me this week. I, um, this season in my life, um, change just doesn't um, come to me real easy. And that's a part about being open, you know, open to change things in your life. Not always look at things in a negative way. And in being open, wisdom comes, right? Wisdom comes according to Job 12, 11 through 12. This is the CEV version version we hear with our ears taste with our tongues and gain some wisdom from those who have lived a long time that made me think about the saying we um uh, a wise man learns from another man's mistakes a wise man learns from another man's mistakes so if you are a part of a big family like more than three more than three, and you saw how your oldest siblings got whippings for something, and so you as the smaller child's like, I am not going to do that. Why? Because that's what happens when you do that. You get a whipping, plus you get put on punishment. So as the little one, you're like, that's not going to be a good thing to do because mom and daddy, they're going to get me and I'm not going to be able to go outside and play. I'm not going to be able to talk on the telephone and play my video games. <laughs> so when we, when wisdom comes, it comes from living a long time. Knowledge is power, but applied knowledge is wisdom. When you know when to apply what you've learned and what you've seen through others, in the gems that other people drop into our lives. That's what mentors are for. When you have a mentor, that person is able to guide you through some complicated things in your life, or there may be a particular season that you're you're going into now, and you need somebody who has already been down that road, right? That road has already been bent for them. You know, got some, some bumps and some bruises, some calluses, some cracks, right? So they can help you along the way. That's what Job says. We hear with our ears. We taste with our tongues and gain some wisdom from those who have lived a long time. My mom is 85. She'll be 85 this year. So I sit and listen to her and listen to the wisdom that she imparts in us. Don't just think because older people, you know, they some may be dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's that they're not able to impart wisdom into you. Philippians 4 and 11. I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content with whatever 
the circumstances are. And that's Paul. He said, I'm not saying this because I am need, I am in need of anything. I'm not saying this because I need something, but I'm saying this because I've learned to be content and whatever situations or circumstances I'm in. When we talk about being open, um, I have this thing on my wall. It says grow, prosper where you're planted. Be open to the ground that you're walking on now. Be open to plant your seed. Get your footing in where you are today. Don't try to get out of it so quick. God may have a lesson. Well, I'm not going to say may. God has a lesson for you in that in that area, that place, that place of openness that you may be trying to run away from. God has a lesson for you right there. Be open to see everything as a gift. What gift did you receive today? And a lot of us look at gifts as being nicely packaged, beautiful things when you open it up on the inside. But let me tell you something. You learn your best lessons from the hard knocks of life. The Bible says that a, a, a man born of a woman is full of troubled days. Full of troubled days, which means we are learning every day. Trouble, 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 trouble. Every day, every day, every day we're learning. Not that every day is bad. I don't have bad days every day. But there is a lesson to learn in everything that I experience in that day. If I sit back and be open, right? Open to receive what lesson my life taught me today. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get what? Get understanding. Because you can have the knowledge of something, but you don't know how to apply it. So when you have wisdom, you know when to apply what you know. Get an understanding of what it is you've experienced. Get an understanding of what it is your life is saying to you today. The older I get, the more I uh, I am aware that I really do enjoy being with myself. I really do. I have learned to accept Lisa the way she is. I've learned to accept Lisa uh, with all of her flaws, uh, all of her imperfections. And I've learned to accept Lisa with the person that she has become. Yeah, I have learned to accept that. I don't try to expect other things from other people. I've learned that people are going to be who they are. I, I have the saying, be who you be when you be. And stop trying to make people into something you want them to be. Mm, that's where we get disappointed. And when we apply the wisdom that we know about a person, the getting the understanding that we know about a person, we won't put them on such high pedestals. We won't expect something so high that they can't even meet that. That expectation. Uh, as my pastor said, expect what you inspect, what you expect inspect what you expect when you accept the lessons that life brings you no matter how unpleasant or challenging they are 
you take the first step to finding yourself in them. When something happens in your life, do you just um, shuck it off and say, oh, well, or do you really sit down at the end of the evening, the end of the night before you go to bed? Uh, you, you sit down to say your prayers or you get on your knees and you talk to God or you get your journal like I do and write out what happened that day. Do you think about what steps did I take today to learn about myself? Some of us are so busy in other folks' business, we don't have time and we don't take time to learn about our own lives. Know your body. Know yourself. Know you. Know who you are. You know, <laughs> I know Lisa. I know what she's capable of and I know what she's not capable of. I know what she's going to do and what she's not going to do. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know what? That suffering produces perseverance you will not get perseverance if you don't go through some stuff perseverance is having the ability to withstand in the trouble persevere keep moving keep pushing keep running perseverance mean don't give up that's perseverance and perseverance does what it produces character because as you begin to push and push and push and not give up, what's happening? Your the integrity that you um you walk in as a as a woman or a man begins to develop. When people talk about you, they're like, you know, Lisa, she's dependable. That's a character trait. You know, Lisa, she always speaks the truth in love. That's a character trait. And in order for those things to develop. We have to go through some suffering and we have to persevere through that suffering, which produces character. And then character does what? It produces hope because now that our character, now that we know that we're strong enough, right? And we have our character is being built. We have hope to believe. This is what it says. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So through perseverance, our character is being built. And through our character, we have hope to believe. We have hope to believe that everything that God is doing in our lives is producing faith. Everything that happens in our lives produces faith. And it, it, faith is required to live. Faith is required to live this thing we call life. If life is a game, here is the rule. Have faith in God. That's the rule. Because God's love has been what? Poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us by Jesus Christ. He told the disciples, I'm going to leave you, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to leave my spirit with you. My father's spirit, our spirit, God, father, Holy spirit. We are one. Jesus Christ came in the form of God in human and his spirit. So it can be left with us in order for us to walk out this game of life. 
believing and having the hope and faith in Jesus that we will make it through. More difficult, it's more difficult to recognize our lessons that we're going through if we consider them as a raw deal. It's hard to go through the life lessons and recognize that those experiences are lessons when you have a mindset of, man, they, they didn't even do me right. I got the, I got the short end of the stick. <laughs> Some of us have said, I didn't sign up for this. This is not what I signed up for. But you don't know what you signed up for because that thing that you're going through is what God intended for you to go through. Whether it was through asking him for it or whether it was for him seeing that you needed that to get to where he wanted you to be. Psalm 6, 6 through 10 says, I am worn out from my groaning. This is David talking. He says, I am worn out from my groaning, moaning and groaning. I'm in pain and I'm worn out. All night long, I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. So David, a grown man, was tired of groaning all night long. He was crying all night long and he was weeping on his sofa. Why? Because his enemies were behind him. So he's feeling like, man, why, why Saul after me? Why is he doing this to me? I've been so nice to him. I prayed for him and I played music for him when he was being tormented. But here he is now. He's running after me. He's chasing me and and he's crying and pleading to God. He's like, yo, God, I've been crying. I've been weeping and wailing. They fell because of my foes. Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. So now he's beginning to say, enemy, get behind me. Satan, get behind me. You know why? Because Jesus sees my tears. He sees me weeping. In Revelations, it says no more tears, no more sorrow, no more weeping. When Jesus hears our cries and see our tears, mm, what is he going to do? He's going to wipe them all away. All my enemies will be overwhelmed with shame and anguish. They will turn back and suddenly be put to shame. So what is this saying? What is David saying about his experience here? Yes, I've been through some rough things in my life. Yes, I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. Yes, I'm crying all night long, groaning and moaning, weeping and wailing. I'm crying tears on my sofa. But what I remember is who, who, who I, whose I am. <laughs> he knows how to go to God. Remember, David was a man after God's own heart. He knew how to ask for forgiveness and he knew how to pray and worship God. So he knew that he heard his cry and he saw his tears and he told, he told his enemies in his prayers, my Lord accepts my prayers. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayers and all my enemies will be overwhelmed with shame and anguish they would turn back and suddenly be put to shame what you try to do for me is going to come back on you that's what he's saying so 
my question to you as I come to a close, how is your vision about yourself? How do you see yourself? Are you open to receive the lessons that God is giving you day by day? Are you taking the first steps of the at the end of the day to recognize what lesson God taught you today? Or are you just stubborn and feel like you just got it all together? What eyes are you seeing yourself through? To thine own self be true. I don't know who said it, but they said somebody said it. Tell yourself the truth. If you know there is an area in your life that you need to be working on, work on that area. Don't look at it as doom and gloom. Look at it as God just breaking some things off in your life. Breaking and taking the onion layers off so that he can use that thing that you've learned to teach others wisdom. When you've lived a long time, you should be able to share some things with someone. You should be able to share your experiences with someone. You should be able to help walk somebody through an experience that you've been through. When you've been open to receive your life experiences as lessons from God. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for the lessons received from you. Because now that I'm free, I'm able to talk about them and share them with you. And able to help you with the wisdom that I've learned through my life experiences and my openness. And help you mentor you so you can go and mentor someone else. Wow, that was a good word. That was a good word. I pray that you were blessed by this openness, open to, to season six, openness. Be open to receive every lesson that God has for you. Now, let's close out with a quick word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise you, oh God. We just thank you for your word as we learn to walk in openness every day. Look at our lives and the experiences that we have gone through today and look for the lessons that you've given us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, you go. Make it a wonderful day. Don't forget to follow me on social media. Just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton. And as I always say, what? A centered soul is a centered mind. Now, you go and be blessed.